Hey guys. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about preferences and attraction in like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, I really wanted to talk about this because I've seen a clip. Um, I'm not going to name the person because they have some allegations against them and I don't know oh. too much about it. So I don't want to like stir the pot. Okay. <laughs> but um, there is this man who did an interview and the woman who was interviewing him was talking about relationships and he said that he has a preference of um being with a woman who has no children and his reasoning was because he wants that whatever children they have in the household to be their biological children together mm-hmm. like he doesn't want stepchildren doesn't want adopted children nothing like that he wants it to be him and his wife and their children together so, um, this was just a very small clip of the entire interview. I don't know what else was talked about, but I found it on Instagram. And when I scrolled down to the comments, women were going crazy. Like, they were so angry. And I think, just from what I read in the comments, I think many of them were angry about his preference because of the allegations around him. Mm. Um, because he is, I think, in his 40s at this mm-hmm. point. And his wife is like 20-something. And there was um, speculation that he was with his wife when she was a minor. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like Mm hush-hush. So a lot of women were saying, well, your preference is just an excuse for essentially being a pedophile. So. Yikes. Like I said, I'm not going to say who this is. I don't know anything really about it um, but from what I read. And um, I could understand that point of view. I can understand being mad at someone trying to make an excuse mm-hmm. for being um, a predator of some sorts. However, I was wondering, like, what was the root of all these women being mad? Were some of them just mad because, like, they feel like that's unfair to mm-hmm. have that type of preference? So it made me want to talk about preferences. Like, yeah. like when is a preference okay when is it not okay like i think some preferences can go into like fetishes Mm -hmm. and like creepy stuff and i think you know there are preferences that are absolutely okay yeah that's hard because the first thing i want to know is why yeah why do you only want the children in your home to be your biological children yeah i need to know why what is the reason you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm so curious because what is wrong with her having i can't i can't Think of a reason, obviously, though, if it's not my preference, but I would love yeah. to hear from that person for sure and say, like, well, what is it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Is it because you feel like you won't be able to connect with them? Okay. Is it because, yeah. you know, it's really important to you for lineage reasons? Like, yeah. what is the reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes that can play a part into mm-hmm. the right versus wrong, which okay. obviously there's no book you right. know, to tell us, yeah, yeah. like, oh, that's wrong and that's mm-hmm. right. Um, but I think that there's different types of preferences. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have preferences like, I choose to only date women without children. Yeah, like, the preference is, like, a blockade. Like, yeah. if you are not within this, like, you're shunned. You've decided that, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus... Something that you're just naturally attracted to and you just are not naturally attracted to the other thing. Yeah. You know, like I can say that I am 
naturally attracted to more dark-skinned men mm-hmm. um, than light-skinned men. Do I think light-skinned men are ugly or weird or lame or stupid? No. I think right. there's some very beautiful light-skinned men out mm-hmm. here. But it just don't... I don't know why. Biologically, it just doesn't it grasp doesn't, your eye. Like, it's no, not your attention. Like, it doesn't. And yeah. I can see a light-skinned man and be like, oh my... Drake is the perfect example. Uh-huh. Would I ever fix my lips to call Drake ugly? No. That would be insane. He is mm-hmm. not ugly. He's a very nice-looking man. Mm-hmm. Does he do Especially anything? Especially with the beard. Mm. <laughs> the beard helps. The beard mm. helps. It does. But I would look at Drake and be like, oh, he's cute. You should talk to him, girl. Yeah. I would never be like, oh, let me get his number. You know what right. I mean? And it's no discriminatory reason. As to like, light-skinned dudes is soft. You know what I mean? Or anything like mm-hmm. that. So I think that maybe the reason could decipher whether it's right or wrong or maybe the word is not right or wrong but whether it's harmful to others yeah i and i think i hear that a lot um not that there aren't other uh preferences or fetishes that you know could be it problematic but Mm -hmm. one thing that i hear quite often is like with interracial relationships and like let's just use something that you hear probably all the time um there is a group of people who are very upset when black men date out of their race and they only date out of their race. And I can understand that um, because it makes me wonder, not that you might not be, you maybe you are attracted to only Asian women or maybe you are only attracted to Latinos or white women or whatever, but I do wonder when I have met people in that situation and it was like but why have you never had a black girlfriend you know and I think from listening to what other people have said is like sometimes they feel like you're doing this to bash black women Mm -hmm. or you're doing this um for you know quote-unquote self-hatred I think that can be extremely harmful if that's where you're coming from Mm -hmm. like if you're not just naturally attracted to someone of a different race and you're literally reaching out to these other races because you feel like your race is inferior, um, I think that's super problematic. So I can see how that can be very harmful because I feel like there's something in you that is causing you to reach out. And I feel like that also can turn into like a fetish. Like I met one guy one time who, this was the exact situation. Like he tried talking to me and I realized that every girlfriend he had and his ex were all white. And he was black. And I was just like, like, that's, I don't know. And I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm not trying to say this is the case for everyone. But it's almost like a red flag for me. It's like, Mm -hmm. hmm, why? Mm. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I I think that that can definitely be problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think that there are, there's something off about, someone who is black who chooses to only date yes a white woman or women who are not black yeah um, like that is your choice that is that's what you're your actually choice seeking you've out. already ruled out black people yes. now because i what I, to compare what i'll say is for me with my attraction to dark skin if i was single and looking mm-hmm. 
that does not mean that I am shut off to light-skinned yes, men. That's if different. I, if a light-skinned guy who I thought was nice-looking asked me out, I would go and we would see. And I think that attraction could develop based off yeah. their personality, their morals, their beliefs, their connection, chemistry, everything like that. Yeah. Am I going to be like, ew, no, I would never date you. You know, mm-hmm. that's the difference. You know, difference. are you completely closed off to dating? Because mm-hmm. you can say, like, you may be an African-American man who went to pro- predominantly white schools. Yeah. And you've only ever been around white. You have all your friends are white. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All of your, you know, and that's just been what it is until yeah. you went to college and then you fell in love with a beautiful black woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who knows? But I think that if you're choosing to say yeah. I don't date within my own race, that is a little red flaggy. Yeah. Um, like it makes you wonder. Yeah. Like why would you? Because you, you, you're going to ask if you say that I choose to date white women only. I need to know why. Yeah. Like, what and is then this you're about? going to explain the reason why you refuse to date black women. And I can't think of anything that would be a sufficeable, sufficeable reason. No. Um, also, I think a big issue with that, that I see commonly mm-hmm. that, uh, that black women deal with is men who say, I only date white women. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they say, because y'all black girls, this and y'all black girls is that. And it's like, well, we didn't ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't but, need all that. Okay, because, I mean, you can date yeah. who you want to date, yeah. you know. Um, but it's like, it's always that, you know. I can't like, tell it, you it goes many... back to something negative. Yeah, and it's like, like, how are you going to put a whole race of people in one big negative pot? Yeah, and it's like, what's the animosity? Like, what are you trying to prove? Why are you mm-hmm. so angry? If you, it, I've literally seen black women react out scenarios of a black guy being like, oh, I only date white women. And her being like, oh, okay. And then him like, yeah, because black women, they're too loud. They're aggressive. They're angry. They're ghetto. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, nobody asks. Right. You know what I mean? There's usually something. I feel like if you are making that choice, there's something negative that you feel and think about black women mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. And that can be, you know, anybody who singles out any type of race. That's why it's like, you know, it's like defining that line. Mm-hmm. Because, again, whether it's light skin and dark skin, somebody can be like, Ew. there have been so many memes and it stopped really now that people are becoming more woke. But mm-hmm. back in my early Twitter days, I used to be Twitter crazy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, in my early Twitter days, you see, it was light skin versus dark skin all oh the time. Gosh, yeah. And it was all these memes about light skin dudes is like this, light skin girls like mm-hmm. this. And every time you see memes about dark skin girls, they was ghetto, they was fighting, they was making fun of their hair, being mm-hmm. nappy, they was just terrible. And then every time you seen like memes about dark skin dudes, same thing. Matter of fact, it's a um <laughs> it's a guy who does comedy skits right now, mm-hmm. light skin versus dark skin. And the dark skin one is always shooting, shooting dice, acting ignorant. Mm-hmm. The light-skinned one is always soft. And, you know, it's just like the stereotypes that... That's something that I never fully understand. What I mean, I, I understand to a degree, at least from what I've heard people say and where it stems from, but there's a lot of colorism. Mm-hmm. And I know we're not going down to that path yeah, today, yeah, yeah. but, like, that's something that, like... But it impacts preference. It, it does, mm-hmm. but that's something that, like... In, I don't know, I'm called the white culture. I hate saying white culture because it's not really a culture. But, like, in the white community. <laughs> like, we we don't have, like, you're a light-skinned white person or you're an olive-skinned white person. Like, it's not something that we mm. do. You might call someone pale or Casper, mm-hmm. like, if they're extremely, extremely white and pale. Mm-hmm. But 
that's the most you're going to get versus hearing so much of that in the black community. And like how you said, it is tied to preference Mm -hmm. because oftentimes, especially in the media, and I think it's starting to change, at least from some of the things I've seen, but it seems like media always wants to portray light skin, light skin, light skin Mm -hmm. as beauty yeah, and dark skin as, you know, whatever else they want to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, messes with the perception that people have and they just go along with that as this as if this is just the norm and this is how it should be yeah and i think it stems back all the way back to the beginning of america yeah for sure (laughs) um it does go back to wanting to be closer to the european descent Mm -hmm. i mean if you really think about it um i think that's partially why white people aren't Mm -hmm. battling over who you know what i mean like they're, they are the color that everybody wants to be. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like, you think about Jim Crow laws, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you think about house slaves versus field mm-hmm. slaves. Um, and then you, I heard a girl break this down so beautifully mm-hmm. about slavery and like interracial relationships and how a lot of times when a, a black woman dealt with um a white man, it was typically uh, a rape. Oh, for sure. Um, because he was a master. She was a yeah. slave. You know what I and mean? And obviously their children would come out white-skinned. M- or, or, or mulatto, <laughs> yeah. you know? So um, that was what an interracial relationship mm-hmm. was back then. And if you think about a black man messing with a white woman back in that time, it was a totally different thing. It was very rare. Mm-hmm. You know, you, he could be killed. He could be hung. He could be... Mm-hmm. And now they say that if you look at that in a sense, how it's kind of transformed into today it's almost like a a badge of honor for a black man to carry a white woman on his Mm -hmm. arm now or to feel like he is something now um and i actually seen somebody let me i don't want to go on and on Uh but i i I know a guy Mm -hmm. and he may watch this podcast i'm not sure Mm -hmm. but i know a guy who i I went to school with and um he's in an interracial relationship Mm -hmm. um he's black she's white And he made a post one day talking about how he's sick and tired of people being down his back about interracial relationships. They need Mm -hmm. to mind their business. And right before I got ready to comment and be like, right, people need to shut up. They miserable. He probably said something stupid. He said something stupid. In the comments, he going to say they need to shut up hating. They just jealous because they know if they had the opportunity to play in the snow, they would. That messed me up. Because so clearly his mindset is skewed for sure. Then you that's refer what to your. Can you imagine somebody referring to you as playing in no, the snow? No, that's why I said that stuff scares that's me because that's a, that seems like a super big creepy fetish. That's like, I don't like as, that. As the woman, I would have been like, "Did you say? Did you call me what? Like, no, I thought you was with me because you love me, not, right, because not because you're blessed to have the opportunity to be able to. And then for you to say it like that, like y'all know, if y'all had the chance to play in the snow, y'all would. So you're making it seem like y'all mad because to me, this is how I read it, and mm-hmm. I may be overthinking, but the way I took it is y'all mess with black girls because you can't get a white girl if you wanted mm, to. And it sounds like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's how I took it. And it's like, that's where he messed me up because at first I was on his side. Like, you right. know. And, and, but then, of course, he opened his mouth and went Yeah, and it just takes me back to what that girl was saying about the about a black man messing with a white woman. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes them feel superior. You know what I mean? Like, which is, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I mean, and again, it, I, I understand that there's like so much more like deeper roots than what right. I can fully grasp and understand by mm-hmm. just being told but it just doesn't make sense to me like it's like, again it goes back to like for me I don't have like a 
I'm only dating white people. I'm only dating black people. I'm only dating Asian people. I'm only this. Like, I'm literally, like, as long as I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. So, and I, and I, and to go to the other side of not just, like, outside of your race, but, like, I think that there are people who make statements, which I'm perfectly fine with this, is saying, like, if I'm white, I only want to date a white person because I want to have white kids. Or if I'm black, I only want to date a black person because I want to have black children. I don't think there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I think it's absolutely okay of saying, like, this is what I want because this is how I want my family dynamic to be, especially when it comes down to, like, culture and just things that you may be able to only relate to someone in your own race versus someone outside of your race. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The only thing that I say be careful is you don't want to settle. And I'm not saying that if you stay in your race, you're settling. Mm-hmm. But don't be so close. Because you refuse off. to be have a broad yes, mindset. That's my, that's my biggest issue is when people... And I, and I guess I don't even want to say issue because people do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, m- what kind of makes me think about those statements is, like, you could very well miss out on the absolute love of your life. Like, someone who you are extremely compatible with all because of one thing. And I'm not even talking about just race. It could be height. We know that you like tall guys. If he if if he was three inches shorter, I don't know. You know, would you look his way? You know? <laughs> you know, just things like that. It's mm-hmm. like the these things that keep us so shut off mm-hmm. to the point where we're like, I'm not even entertained. Now, now I'm not talking about like gender and stuff. You know, that's that's a kind of difference. At yeah. least in my mind, in, in my mind. I know it's not for everyone else, but in my mind, I'm not entertaining the fact of being with a woman. Like, that's never going to be... Yeah, that's not even in this conversation. <laughs> that's, that's not. So I don't want people to, like, start bringing that up. Um, I mean, I guess that can be a conversation for another time. But um, but when it comes to... E- I think even such trivial, trivial things as hair color and eye color. Oh, that's and, just weird. And, and, and I've, but I've heard it. I've heard people say, oh, I only date blondes. Or I only this. Or I only that. Ew. And it's just like... To me, it's like, okay, I can see you being attracted. I know, and this is not all men, but I've heard many men um, like more natural and like like long hair and things like that. Um, again, it's not all men. I can see you being attracted to that, and that's the thing that catches your eye. Mm-hmm. But to go off and say, oh, no, um, her hair is brown, her hair is red, like, that don't do nothing for me. That's that's weird. Yeah. So I have a question. Yes. Okay. In a relationship, okay. if a man likes and prefers a woman with long hair, mm-hmm. and he's been with her for some years, and she wants to cut her hair, mm-hmm. does he have a right to be upset or bothered or I think even contested? I think he is. I don't want to say. In, a, in his own right to. I feel like if if something bothers you, something bothers you. Like, you mm-hmm. can't stop something yeah. from bothering a person. Like, yeah. I may be with a man who I love him with a beard, or maybe I love him without a beard. And then he changes that up, and I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. why did you do that? Like, I may not say to him, but I'm like, dang, I really liked you with that beard, and you cut it off. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to this. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can see that, like, mm-hmm. internally being like, dang, I got to get used to this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't really care for it. But in the other sense, it's like, I don't think you have any right to be like, absolutely not, you're not cutting your hair. Like, yeah. what? Because I heard, a, a, and I'm not going to say no names, because I actually love her. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, 
I heard him say once that like it's, it, it is people in ministry um, on a large ministry platform. And he said that like on a video, all the girls going natural now. This was years ago. All y'all mm-hmm. girls going natural now. Yeah. That's fine. Not my wife. She know I like it long. She know I like it straight. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the weirdest thing in the world. And he was dead world. serious about that. Oh, he was so serious. And she jumped on the bat bandwagon with him. And I was kind of wondering, like, do you really, like, do you really feel the same way as him? Because maybe she loves her hair like that. Yeah. Maybe she loves it. But I've seen I her know. actually in recent years start wearing her hair natural. She, yeah. She I know. Is, so I she know. probably like. Which I, lo- I, I love. I love her. that because it's like, I feel like. It's okay to share those things. It's okay mm-hmm. to share with your partner, hey, I really love this on you. Like, this is, looks amazing on you. But I think it's really overstepping boundaries to be like, no, you, I'm sorry, you can't do that. I'm yeah. not going to be attracted to you anymore. Yeah. Now, I can see if, like, it's something that's doing drastic changes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, like, like if I'm, <laughs> so, like, for me. If I was with, and I, and I personally don't even think I have, like, a super particular body type I like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of, like, in the middle. Like, I don't, like, I personally don't really care for the super muscular, like, bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not, like, into, like, super skinny scrawny. Mm-hmm. So, like, if my man decided that he wanted to, for whatever reason, lose a whole bunch of weight and be 110 pounds... I'm probably not going to be attracted to that, and I and I and I think it's well within my right to say, hey, like, mm-hmm. of course, sensitively, like, yeah, <laughs> I I don't really care for that, or like maybe this is too unhealthy or things like that. But when it comes to small things, yeah, and, and I I personally think hair is a small thing. I don't know, maybe some people are like, absolutely not. That's a deal breaker for me. But That's to me, a small it's just thing like for me too. It's and a small. I think like in my relationship, m- my husband all day, every day, prefers my natural hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could literally just put it in some twists just to sleep in. And he's like, oh, my God, like, your hair looks so good like that. I love your hair and natural. It's, like, <laughs> it's my favorite when you wear it like that. That's so funny. And and I, and I, and thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he prefers it natural. But I, and, and I, I like it natural, mm-hmm. too, but I love to switch it up. Yeah. You know, I love to have braids. I love to have it long. I love to have it straight. I love to switch it up. Mm-hmm. So although you love that, that's awesome. I'm going to still switch it yeah. up, you know? But he's so fine with that, and he and he'll say to me, I'll ask him, "Do you like my hair?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, I like it." Or sometimes he'll be like, "I mean, that's you. You know, I like it natural." He'll say that, but he never makes me feel bad or weird Mm. or anything. He'd be like, "That's on you," but you know what I like, you know. And so when I wear it natural, I know what yes. you know, I literally my hair right now last night I washed it and I was like I had a blow dryer in my hand and I had like he was some getting cr- excited he was like oh yeah I was out. like should I get I, should, I was like should I straighten it or should I twist it and wear curls and he was like ah you know me I want the curls he was like why you want to try and straighten your hair all the time I'm like oh my god so I did this for him <laughs> but I love that he lets me do me. Yes. I don't feel a single ounce of like, dang, you know, I hope he don't feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just yeah. weird to me. Like, calm down. I do, though, think that, and I've already said this in um, previous um, episodes, is like communication is key. Mm-hmm. And it's important to communicate those things because there are going to be some people that you meet or could potentially get into a relationship with where this could be a potential big issue. Like, it could be bigger than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And when you have that communication early on, then you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, also, I feel like even though I don't feel like a, your partner has any right to tell you what you can do with your own hair and body mm-hmm. and things like that, like, this is this is mine. 
Mm-hmm. Like, like I make choices on mm-hmm. um, my appearance, things like that. But I would say, I think that party, that person, should be at least hear that person out. Yeah, I think you should at least hear that person out. And I, I say this because I have heard so many times. Of, and this is usually men I hear say this. Um, not that women can't feel this way, but men who, let's say they've been married for a few years, you get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they say, every time I come home, my my wife is in sweats. Every time I come home, her mm. hair is in a messy bun or in a bonnet. Like, she's never, like, really putting herself together. She just looks like she's rolled out of bed every single day. Yeah. And I feel like, no, you obviously can't tell her, go get dressed, go put some makeup on, go do your hair. Like, I mean, you can, but you don't. <laughs> See how that works out for yeah, you. Yeah, it may not be accepted very well. <laughs> but I feel like if, if that is bothering you, which I can understand that's like a, a daily thing and it's never changed up, that I think you as that other person should be sensitive to that and be like, huh, that, you yeah. know, I didn't, I haven't put myself together for a while. I wonder why. Am I yeah. just working from home and I'm comfortable? Like, and I just don't see the reason why. But, like, and, and this is just me in my mind. I feel like I would be like, oh, well, dang, I know my man really loves when I do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to do this for him because, yeah. like, I know it will make him happy. Yeah. And, again, I'm not trying to say, like, bend, bend over for a man and do whatever it is that he wants you to do and right. never have a say in how you look or how you feel and things like that. But yeah. I think you should take in consideration those yeah. things. Yeah, you have to be mindful too. Don't let them always have to tell you. Don't yes. let them always have to yeah. notice it first or say something. It should be an effort that both parties are making. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you to stay up on looking nice because... That's how I fell in love with you. That's yeah. how I met you. Yeah. I wanna I I fell in love with that person. She was mm-hmm. amazing. So don't make it so that I never see her again or yeah. I only see her every so often when we go out. Like you have to still put that effort in. So you don't even put them in that position. Yeah, and it's just I, I, I've had that mindset from young because my mom was a stay at home mom essentially forever. I mean, when she had my brother who has a disability, that's when she became a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what for as long as I lived in that household, which was 20-some years, <laughs> my mom, although she was a stay-at-home mom, was always dressed and put together. And it was never that, like, my dad was coming home like, woman, get dressed and look nice. It was just like, she, first she wanted to do it for herself. She mm-hmm. felt good when she actually put on nice clothes mm-hmm. and did something with her hair and put a little makeup on. And it just made her feel good. She just yeah. enjoyed doing that for herself. But I also know that there was an aspect of her enjoying to do that for my father. Yeah. And I think that that's, I I truly feel like that's a mindset that we should have in relationships is kind of be a little selfless, you know, and and think about that other person and be like, you know what, I know they like this. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, it, not only do they like it, but it makes me feel good. I think it makes you feel good when you, are looking good. And And I'm not saying that that means you have to have your hair done. I'm not saying that you have to have makeup on. But, we know what that is. Mm-hmm. We know what that is for each individual person. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, if I put on just mascara, I'm like, I feel great. Right. <laughs> like, that's all I need. Yeah. I feel great. Or, like, if I curl my hair, I feel even better with straight hair mm-hmm. than I would with straight hair if I had curly hair. It just mm-hmm. is something that's like, woo, this is different. This is nice. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel good. And I think, like, like you said, take that into consideration without someone having to tell you that. Yeah. So would you would you change anything 
for that you typically don't do, but because they really like it. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. like if your man was like obsessed with you with curly hair Mm -hmm. and he's like, I like your straight hair, but I love when your hair is curly. Is that Mm -hmm. something that you would go out of your way to do more for him? Or would you be like, oh, well, it sucks for you. I I would because I would just like, oh, I'll just get a perm because for white people, (laughs) a perm is curly hair. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like, oh, well, so you would get a perm if you liked it curly. I've always thought about getting a perm, but I'm like, eh, it's just chemicals and stuff. I'm not trying to put extra in my hair. But if like he did, and I love my hair curly. So I guess for me, it's not, it, let's put it in a different scenario. I've never had red hair. I can't see myself with red hair. That would seem really weird with red <laughs> hair, just in my mind. And if I was with a guy who, he's like, man, I think you would look really good with red hair. I think I would try it just to see. But if I hated it, I'm like, no, babe, sorry. It's yeah. all bad. Even if it. he was like, oh my gosh, I'd perfect. Like, yeah, no. I said, we'll give it like a week. And let me just get the shock factor away and see if I can adjust to this. If I can't adjust to this, no. Because if I don't like it, like, I can't see myself in the mirror every day Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I really look great if I really don't think I would look good with red hair, Mm. you know? Yeah. So in that scenario, that would be hard. For curly hair, it would be cool because I'm like, I really like curly hair. You already like curly hair, yeah. (laughs) It would be So it does depend on the situation because basically what what it would come down to, which I can agree with, is that like... If I don't mind it, or if I really yeah. like it too, but if I hate it, I'm not gonna do something that I or hate. like a pixie cut. I don't. I I could never see myself. Never, with never <laughs> in my never. life. I'm not getting that. I could. I just could never see myself with a pixie cut. The shortest I've ever had my hair. <laughs> Tell the story. I hate this story. <laughs> I think I seen a picture you showed me. I hate the story so much. You posted. <laughs> so I cut my hair when I was sixth grade or seventh seventh grade. I think it was. And it was probably about, like, it was short. It was short. Mm -hmm. I will never show that picture to (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But I think the longest point of my hair went, like, right below my earlobes. Oh, my goodness. But it was styled in a certain way. Well, (laughs) this is when I was cheering. And I get to cheerleading practice with my new haircut. And there, were, all the girls were like, oh, my God, you got a haircut. It looks so cute. You look just like Ricky Lake. <laughs> I was like, of all people, of all people. Ricky Lake. Y'all told me I look like Ricky Lake. I hated that hairstyle after that. I could You never, thought it was cute until they said until Ricky they Lake. Until they told me that. I'm like, of all people, Ricky Lake. Now, it was a Ricky Lake hairstyle, though. I mean, it, I didn't take her picture in there. But when I looked at her, I was like, dang it. Uh, that is like her Ricky hairstyle. Lake. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! But that I will never, ever cut my hair short again like that. Yeah. So if he told me I want you in a pixie cut, I might buy a pixie cut wig and wear it around the house for yeah. him. But I'm not about to cut my hair. Yeah, in a I'm pixie the same cut. way because I I see women rock them and look amazing. Oh yeah, some but of them I look would never great. like. I can see pictures of them and they be so cold. But I'm like, I ain't doing that. Mm, never. No. But I like your hair long. I, I love my hair long. Really? Because you I always like, cut it. I cut it because sometimes I just get tired of it, especially like. And I'm, I bought this this summer. I usually cut it in the summer because mm-hmm. it's just hot and it's in the way. And I just, like, oh, just cut it off. Yeah, you just want to get rid yes, of it. Yes, but this summer I fought it because I'm like, I really like it long. 
And I typically only cut it short because I just don't want to deal, with, deal it. with it. Yeah. But I'm like, just deal with it. Just try it this summer. Deal with it. And I'm like, oh, it's actually not bad. Yeah. I mean, because 90% of the time I'm at work and I have it up in a ponytail anyway, mm-hmm. so it's fine. Because I came across a picture of us at something. I don't know. Your hair was dark, which is crazy. Because I'm like, when the last time I seen Gabby with dark hair? It was so old. Hair. Like, we looked like babies in this picture. But anyway, your hair was so long. I was like, oh my gosh, she need to do that. That is cute. I, 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 think, it's, I think I know that time error because I came across a picture like that with all of us mm-hmm. and my hair was long I was like my hair was long and it was brown it was dark brown okay yeah and that's I was the like, time frame dang my hair was really long in this picture I need to grow my issue though is okay and I know we're getting off topic <laughs> I'm just gonna say what my issue is and we're gonna get back on topic but my hair is not not even the fact that it's bone straight but it's very fine mm-hmm. I don't have very full voluptuous hair mm-hmm. so the longer I grow it out the more thin it looks if that makes sense and I guess it only makes sense to people who have gone yeah. through it but I think it looked maybe to you because your hair doesn't look thin is it like look like a thick bush of hair no this but does it does it doesn't look thin. thin it don't even feel thin this is feel like very fine thin it's hair fine, but it doesn't feel like um I mean I've I've met people who had very thin hair. And like you can tell. Yeah. You know, but it's it's full. That's what I'll say. It looks full. It doesn't look like thick hair, but it looks full. So yeah. it looks healthy. Yeah. So I think you would be fine. Yay, Gabby's gonna grow her hair long. I, I, I'm on the journey. It's been a minute. <laughs> Last time I got my hair cut, I told them just take an inch off, just get the dead ends off. And that's what I'm gonna keep doing is just get dead ends off and we'll see. Yeah. Maybe next year at this time my hair will be down to my waist. I, I've been thinking about a change too. This is so off topic. No, we're gonna get back on topic. Real I quick. promise. But I'm thinking about I'm thinking about locks. Oh, yeah. I would like that. I'm like really excited about the idea. Like your natural hair or just putting my it in real a hair, like wow. permanent locks. That would be so nice. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. So maybe by the time this episode comes out, maybe I have some locks. I don't know, but yeah. I'm thinking about going to book a consultation because I'm like, why not? Right. You know? So we'll see. I mean, worst thing is you do it and you don't like it, and if it's it fresh you can brush it out, out. Yeah. yeah it can be yeah. temporary for a certain period yes. of time so we'll see but we are so off track are. so okay. if y'all hate long hair y'all hate locks let us know in the comments it don't matter it don't matter because y'all not my man <laughs> right. okay so um talking about like preferences and attraction what happens when you begin to lose attraction like, um, like I've mentioned before in, in, in the earlier example is I've heard men be like, hey, like, you don't get yourself together anymore. Like, you're not putting on perfume. You're not doing nothing, like, special anymore. And I'm kind of losing attraction. Or, I mean, it can be on any level. So I'll use a situation of mine. I was in a relationship where I lost emotional attraction to this person way before we broke up. Mm. Um, way before we broke up. And it was a really hard thing. It was almost like you're forcing yourself to be in a relationship because you've lost that attraction to that person. And eventually we ended up breaking up. And later on, when this person attempted to get back with me, I had to actually tell this person in the nicest way possible that I am not attracted to you anymore. Mm. Um, I just need to let you know I'm not attracted to you on any level anymore. But obviously that was after the breakup and everything. But when you're actually in a relationship and let's say you want to do everything you can to maintain that relationship, you know how do you go about telling that person, like, 
I, I'm losing attraction for you. Like whether mm. it's physically or emotionally or spiritually, like this is off. Yeah. I think that that's an interesting question because I never would have described it as losing attraction. Okay. But there have been times where I haven't felt the spark. I haven't felt mm. excitement. Okay. I haven't felt yeah. like, and it's, it's usually because something is missing. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't word it and say like, I'm losing attraction, but I would say like, Hey, you know, I feel like we're disconnected, okay. you know, yeah. and I don't know what it is or is everything okay? You know, whatever. And, and, and figure out how to fix it because it can be fixed. I think, especially in a long-term relationship, if you lose physical attraction, is it because, like you said, they make, they stop putting themselves together? Mm-hmm. And then I would say that. I would say, would hey. You, do you feel like that's... I mean, I feel like communication with a partner, mm-hmm. it should be. But I could see that other person being like, oh, how dare you? Yeah, no, I would. Because, <laughs> yeah. and, and see, I've been, I've been with my partner for a very long time. Yes. So I... I'm still very cautious of his feelings. He's still very cautious mm-hmm. of mine. We don't just be like, ew, you're gross. Get it together. Yeah. But we're like, both... like, hey, you know those those movies where the girl, woman comes out and says, hey, does this dress make me look fat? And the guy's like, no. He, he's like, yeah, it does. I hate right, it. It looks right. horrible. And it's exactly. like, whoa, like, tone it down some. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, it's just like, first I have to evaluate for a while before I would bring it to him and say, hey, yeah. you don't do this anymore. Hey, I would like for you to do this. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm having a hard time with this because X, Y, Z. Because I know that bringing something like that can be hurtful to somebody. Yeah, it can be. So I want to make sure that it's not a me thing first. Mm, and then oh, if good. it's, you know, you make sure it's not a me yeah. thing first. And then when you realize it's not, because you are essentially saying something hurtful to someone. Yes. So you want to make sure that it is for the better of the relationship and yeah. not just you coming down on them or anything like that. And you say, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But, um, you know, like... <laughs> Oh gosh. I'm gonna put my kids on blast. <laughs> but they be musty sometimes. Like they don't they getting in the habit of remembering to put on deodorant. And I have to tell them like, hey, like you're 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 a little funky, you know, like yeah. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but you cannot skip a day. Yeah, like, you know, sure. it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And not saying my man ain't putting on deodorant, but I'm saying like But just to give an example as Yeah, to like it do. can be you know, me literally coming to bed every night with some old raggedy t-shirt on. And yeah. instead of like, it don't have to be lingerie. It don't have to be Fenty. Uh, uh, Listen, there are some cute like sets that you could wear. Pajama that are, sets, yes, shorts and a top. Like ones. I literally started getting like little silk shorts and the yeah. top to sleep in and stuff like that. It could be something as simple as that. Like, hey, but it's never fun to hear. Yeah. Like it's never fun to come and tell somebody like, hey, like. You know, you wear a lot of like old shorts, bleach stains, like in this hall and them they raggedy. <laughs> Put yourself together. <laughs> Put yourself together. And sometimes you just don't think about it, you mm-hmm. know, because you see them every single day. This is life. You just want to get in the shower and throw something on comfy. Yeah. You're not thinking about that. But sometimes you just may need that little reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you're not con- connected uh, emotionally to them, it's like, Maybe take the initiative and say, hey, let's yeah. go out this weekend. Right. Like, I really am craving some alone time, some conversation mm-hmm. time, you know, and let's go sit down and talk and connect. What about in those moments? What if that person is just like, eh? Nah. Ooh, then, yeah, I'm going to, then you have to ask Or, like, them. you go out to have conversation, like, eh. <laughs> like, you're doing all talking, and they're just like. Then you have to ask them, like, <laughs> are you still invested in yeah. this relationship? Are okay. you still interested Good. in working on this? Or have yeah. you completely checked out? Yeah. Because that's a whole other sometimes conversation. It is. Sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes you just, 
are so far gone at this point that it's like, I honestly don't even care. Mm-hmm. I really don't care which way this goes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just here, yeah. you know? And I think that's super dangerous. I think that's why it's so important that when you start to feel those things, to try to catch up early mm-hmm. before you let them go way too far. Because I think sometimes when you let them go way too far, that's when it's like, it's really hard not impossible but really hard to To get back back. yes and you have to give them the opportunity to change for sure you have to give them the opportunity it's not fair for you to sit and let it fester every day Mm -hmm. and they just live in their life thinking yeah (laughs) and you over there just look with the side eye every time they come to bed like this again you know right because we're 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 not mind readers like you can't it's like those unspoken expectations like Mm -hmm. if you have this expectation or this desire if it's never spoken how is that other person supposed to know that something's bothering them so communication is so big yeah because i think that like in a marriage you know, any relationship, but especially in a marriage or a long-term relationship, you want it to always be hot. And I think that mm-hmm. people get this misconception that, like, you hear things like, oh, the ball and chain and, you know, or being with the same that woman sounds, forever. like, so terrible to have that mindset. That mindset is, is terrible, like, you know, and it's like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, no. you should be looking at your... You should be so excited in that relationship. Yeah. Like, you just are so excited to be around them. You think mm-hmm. they so fine. You think they so sexy. You can't keep your hands off them. You know, it should be like that. I don't know why we expect that to go away and when you get married. Weird. I'm not married, but in my mind, if I'm choosing to get married, then in my mind, I want you to be with me forever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not getting married with the thought of like, oh, well, we can get divorced next year. Like, some people do. Some people have that view of marriage. Of like, if I if with this just doesn't work, we mm-hmm. just get divorced and then go to the next one. And whatever, that's your view. But like, I want to spend my entire life with you. So to get to a point where I feel like you're just a ball and chain or I'm just your ball and chain or it's just like, eh, same person. It's like, that seems crazy to have that mindset, but you're planning on spending forever with this person. And I just seen a post like yesterday or the day before um, on Instagram and it was something to the extent, I'm paraphrasing, but like I'm trying to remember how how to say this. So it's something like, my I want my partner to be my favorite subject and I'm a A plus student. Mm. So it's like you you want to be excited to learn them, to be around them, yes. to just it's like I want to continuously learn you. I want to continuously like build this what we have together. And I think that it that's lost a lot of times in yeah, relationships. It is. It's very important to just have that fire. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You just have to keep that. And it's like I remember when I was in in premarital counseling mm-hmm. and our pastor asked us like how long do you guys think that the honeymoon phase lasts Mm -hmm. and I think he said like a year I think I said like maybe the first three years and he was like it never has to end the honeymoon phase never has to end you do but you have to work Mm -hmm. we think that and we do being young we think you just fall in love with somebody and you couldn't help it you just went to class one day and they were sitting there (laughs) looking like a princess and you fell in love but that's not if I can tell you one thing right now it's not going to stay that way when that princess get to getting on your nerves, mm-hmm. okay, she's not going to be such a beautiful princess, angelic angel anymore. Yeah. You have to work to continue to see her in that light. You have mm-hmm. to work to continue to get to know her just as much as she has to work to continue to be yeah. the person that, and y'all have to work to grow together, yeah. you know? So one thing that I'll admit um, for myself is that 
there was a time where I felt like I missed that new relationship, like mm. uh, um, jitters, yeah. feelings, butterflies, the first kiss. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I, lo- I've expressed that I love to kiss, and I'm yeah. a person who literally fireworks go off. Yeah, when yeah. I kiss, like, <laughs> and so like. When you've been married to somebody for so long, you don't really get that, like, that first touch, first kiss, first, yeah. you know, and that was at a point in time something that I did crave, like, dang, I miss that, like, new experience, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that you get that's just so fun and exciting, but you know what? I realized it wasn't that I wanted that. It was because I needed that reconnection. Mm. And when I got it, it's just then you like, were like, oh, wow, here it is. Here it is. But it's even better than that yeah. because it's with the it's, it's nothing like re falling in love with the same person over and yeah. over again. It's like, wait a minute. You're my husband for real. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> right. like we're going to be together forever. Yeah. Like forever. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? And it just feels so good. So I think mm-hmm. that like it's not that you want something new or you need something new. It's that something you gotta, you gotta reconnect that up. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need some jumper cables. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get it back going. So, uh, for you, I, what would you have said? Obviously, in your single life, besides we know that you like tall men and prefer or are more attracted to darker skin. Did you have any other preferences? Like, was there anything else that you were like, yeah, that catches my eye? Mm, or attraction? Anything. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can think of. Um, I can tell you one thing that I I have never been attracted to, though, while I think about that. And this is so random. It is guys who are comedians. Like the class clown, the guy that's always making everybody laugh. Not like a, even, but real comedians too, like a Kevin Hart, like Mm -hmm. a, uh, Cat Williams, uh, Mike Evans, I could never. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the guy that's always making everybody laugh, cracking jokes, being silly. And it's not that they're a turnoff. It's just that I could never take them seriously. Yeah. Like, literally, mm-hmm. even when I was young, the class clown, the guy that made everybody laugh, I could never have a serious conversation with them because they were so funny. Like, yeah. you know, and that is just something I could never. Now, I want my man to have a sense of humor. I want right. us to be able to make each other laugh. But you know? don't want everything to be a joke. Everything yeah. To be... Like, I don't think I could take Kevin Hart seriously. Like, mm-hmm. if he'd just be like, babe, we got to sit down and talk about these bills i'm like shut up <laughs> you're stupid like i can't take it serious. babe right <laughs> i can't I, that's just one thing i never have been attracted to i would have to think of something that i think i like a little bit of clinginess not overly clean. Yeah, I like that. Like, wow. let's talk to each other all day, every day. Okay, I see that. Yeah. Sometimes I have a, uh, I just have a, hate, I don't even want to call it a love hate relationship. I have a skewed vision on clinginess because I've met some overly, <laughs> like, possessive, weird, clingy people. Yeah. So when I think of clingy, that's what I think of is like those weird, possessive, clingy, like, weirdos and i I shouldn't say weirdos if you were that person i don't want to call you a weirdo (laughs) but (laughs) it was too much for me Mm -hmm. way too much for me so but i can understand that i want to talk to you all day because i've been in positions like that where i'm like i could literally talk and text you all day long because because i think that the difference is when 
when you meet a person mm-hmm. and y'all getting to know each other mm-hmm. and then y'all really start to like each other mm-hmm. and now y'all don't want to stop talking to each other. Yeah. There's a difference between somebody who you may possibly be thinking about entertaining going mm-hmm. on a date with and now they're clingy. Yeah. Like we haven't yeah. even had a chance or right. the feeling's not mutual. It's different, I guess what I'm trying to say is when the feeling is mutual. We talked about the guy difference. who you literally went out on one date with and then he posted your you on social media about how it was just the greatest <sighs> thing in the world. And you know? Clingy. Clingy. <laughs> Like that is crazy to me. How you cling? But you ain't got nothing to cling on to. Like, right. I'm not. I'm not trying to have you cling on to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that, like, with me and Darshan in the very yeah. beginning, when we first started talking, it was cool. Like it was yeah. like little by little. But then it was like we nobody wanted to get off the phone. Nobody yeah. wanted to stop texting because we were falling for each other. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit different. Yeah. So I I would have been. It would have made me a little bit sad. Would have been a deal breaker. No, but it would have made me a little bit salty if he couldn't talk to me all day. Mm-hmm. If he was like, oh, I'll hit you when I get off work or whatever, or he just wasn't a big texter, I that would have been a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. But if he, as long as he still showed me that he was just into me just as much as I was yeah. him, that would have been okay, too. Right. What about you? Like, what are what are your turn-ons, preferences, or specifics? Um. Uh, okay, I'll start with my what I don't like, because okay. that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like... I don't want to say self-absorbed because obviously self-absorbed is negative. I don't know who likes self-absorbed mm-hmm. people, but really cocky guys, like really into themselves. Like, I flashy. I don't like a flashy man. That mm-hmm. is one of the. If you want to talk to me, don't be flashy. Confidence is one thing. Con- yes, confidence is one thing, and having yourself put together is one thing. But when you're real flashy, when you're really into yourself, when you're really cocky, that can be the biggest turnoff. Ever. I don't care about anything else. Once I see that in you, I'm like, turn around. Mm-hmm. We won't even mesh. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. Um, things I like. I like a guy with a sense of humor, but I don't want him like, like, like you said, comedian. I, don't, mm-hmm. I want him to also have seriousness. You don't want your man at the table telling all the jokes like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, no. Like-, like, you know, balance it out. Balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> relaxer <laughs> um i i mean i just like i don't want to say my deal breakers because they're not preferences or attractions they're deal breakers like mm-hmm. obviously i want someone who's a man of god who's loyal things like that but i won't say that's considered a preference that's just like it's necessary mm-hmm. um i would prefer someone who does not have more than two baby moms mm. I don't know if that, that's not a turn on. <laughs> like, you tell me I have two baby moms. Ooh, yes. yes. He's the one. <laughs> but like, I would prefer them not to have, not that I would shut it down if you gave me a good enough reason as to why you're in this Because that's position. a red flag. It is. Him. It is a red flag. It's not nothing to do with I the need kids. to know. No, absolutely not. Because I feel like when I'm in a blended family, I'll be in a blended family. Even if he doesn't have kids, I have a son. So no matter what, I will be in a blended family. And in my mind, like, you are now my son's bonus dad, and if you have kids, I'm your son. I'm your kid's bonus mom, and I'm going to do everything I can to love them as if they were my own. Mm-hmm. So it's not nothing to do with the kids. It's more so of the relationships with the mothers. How did you get yourself in this position? Because I need to know, will I be in that position one mm-hmm. day? Like if you have multiple baby moms or you have, you know, multiple ex-wives like i need to know what's going on yeah number seven that's it's it's very important for me to know so i wouldn't say it's a hundred percent 
absolutely no, but that red flag goes up mm-hmm. if you have more than that. So that would be a preference of mine. Um, this stuff is kind of like, I guess, none of this has to do with looks. I'm so weird about my looks because I don't really have a look that I'm looking for in a man. Like, I I would prefer him to be taller than me. I guess that could be a preference um, in looks. But, like, it's not like you have to be a certain race or a certain um, shade of skin color or beard, no beard, hair color, things like that. So if he had no facial hair, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been attracted to men with I've been I've been attracted to so many different men who look so different. That's why I'm like, I don't think I have a look that I'm going for. Why mm-hmm. do you look like that? I, <laughs> you look like I'm lying. <laughs> Am I lying? No, no, no. You like I'm sorry. Okay. Sure. Whoa, what? Nothing, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just over here thinking about it like so you would date a man with a bare face. Like, okay. That's nothing wrong with that. Go ahead. Oh. So that's not a preference of yours. You prefer I guess not. Yeah, I think so. What if they have those big long mustaches that go like this? I had a patient that had a mustache like that. He had a big thick one and it curled in like this. That's kind of cute. <laughs> oh. That's kind of cute. I mean, it's it's kind of fun. You can go like this. Like a little evil guy. Like little windshields. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in regards to looks, I don't really have a preference. It's just like Am I attracted to you? And that can come into many forms. But um, I do prefer someone who is uh, financially smart. Um, someone who is not like they, I meet them and they have like mounds and mounds of debt and they're facing bankruptcy and they're living paycheck to paycheck. Like I don't prefer that. <laughs> this yeah. might probably be an absolute no for me. Um I should have thought about this before we did this episode. Can okay, we... I'm curious. If you can, uh-huh. if you can give me three celebrities who you would be interested in, and I don't just mean physicality. I mean, oh. like, you if if they were to ask you out, you'd be like, yeah. Oh, none. None? There's not one celebrity that I'm like, it, that I know enough about, that I know more than just the physical, that I know, like, what they do with their life, how they, like, their views, and that I would just be like, yeah, let's go out. I guess for a good time, just to, like, hang out and just be like, oh, my God, I went out with Drake. Like, this is the dopest thing ever. Like, but to really be like, oh, my God, like, I really like this guy. Like, I like, you know, well, Prince, but he's not here no more. Um, (laughs) But, um... I can't say any of them. It's, I think it's just... Past the looks. Yeah, past the looks. Because, of course, that, that's easy. Yeah, I mean, if you were saying based on looks, I can name people. But I'm like, I don't know enough about those particular people to be like, I would be super excited. Yeah. I get more excited. Though lo- looks are important, for sure. That's the first thing that typically will attract you to a person is yeah. seeing them. So looks are important. But what gets me even more is like who you are. The inside. Like when I just know that you are a dope person, like yeah. you are kind and loyal and loving and God fearing and just like real cool and ch- we just connect, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. It's, that gets me I think more I asked because it's interesting just even thinking about it now, how like I've never seen <laughs> you like anybody or have a crush on anybody, which I've known you for a very long time yes. at this point. 
And I'll be married 10 years this year. And we became friends not, I mean, maybe a few months. About nine years ago. Yeah. Because I just had the baby. I just had Jenna. She's nine when we became friends. Um, And it's just like, I've never seen you. I've seen you say, oh, he wants to go out with me. I'll Mm -hmm. go. I'll give it a shot. But I've never seen you like somebody or yeah. want somebody or like be interested in anybody i've seen you give people a chance yes you know what i mean so I'm it's good like at giving people chances and i think that was the issue mm-hmm. is i was just giving people chances just to see where it would go which is okay i mean i think that sometimes yeah. you were a little too nice like mm-hmm. i don't think this is it but let me not close off my options yeah. but i don't i don't think that's bad you mm-hmm. know that you were open but i'm just like i want for her that's why i asked you recently like is it anybody you even are attracted to out yeah. here in these streets like it gotta be somebody you look at on instagram like oh my god he would be yeah here. but I'd be like then you go and look into their their lives and realize oh they taken like <laughs> the good <laughs> ones all the good ones be taken i'm yeah. like well look, he's gotta be out here somewhere i don't know which is crazy because i was just listening to and i'm not saying i'm gonna do this so please take that disclaimer but <laughs> we had that conversation just a couple weeks ago a week or so ago and then you were like well they not taken taken like they're not <laughs> off the table they are they married off the table? Uh, like they're not married obviously um and i just listened to know for sure's uh podcast mm-hmm. their recent episode to, that dropped today and um, they had a couple on there who are like fitness coaches, mm-hmm. and sh- the the they're married right now. Um, but the wife was like, when I met him, they were working at the same gym, and he actually was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they were just started off as friends. They all hung out. They worked together. It was a group of them. And she said she began to develop feelings for him in this friendship. Mm. And she actually went to him and was like, hey, like. I'm feeling you. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, friend zoned her. And then, like she said, a couple months later, she went back to him and she's like, listen, I'm in love with you. Like, I know you're in a relationship. I'm in love with you. You know, I can't be your friend, so we're just going to have to, like, not be friends. And blocked mm-hmm. him. And then when he lost her friendship, he, I don't say that was the absolute reason why he broke up with his girlfriend, but he realized that that was more than just a friendship to him, too. And then he ended up being with her and they're married and madly in love. Wow. So... I don't say that to say that you're gonna that you go should do that tell or that man. I should do that or anything. No, because <laughs> I don't. I don't. I actually hate that she did that because yeah. I feel like I think that if if a person is not married, you never know what can happen. Right. But I think that if they're if that began to happen, because I'm like, you was hanging out with him. Y'all was friends. So you knew he was with somebody. So you knew his girl. Like yes. y'all was cool. That's right. kind of disgusting. Right. Um, but and she I, knew her approaching him with this would put a thought in his head of like huh yeah and I think that if you were friends with someone who was in a relationship and they're not married and things start to develop and you know Mm -hmm. y'all start to feel things I would if I was him Mm -hmm. or her whoever is in the relationship Mm -hmm. really reevaluate the current situation that Mm -hmm. I'm in and like am I truly happy here and if I am then I need to like nip that in the bud. For like sure. I need to dead that. But if For I'm sure. like I don't, I'm not even sure if this is the person I want to spend mm-hmm. my life with, and I'm really developing feelings for this person, and I yeah. want to explore that. 
then they need to go and have a conversation with their significant other. Yeah. Because I think that the decision to break up with somebody shouldn't be solely on because I want to try things no, with this person. That's not a so good you, enough reason. Whether they came around or not, you need to make that decision that you don't yes. think that that was going to work out. And then you end that and then you pursue the new yes, thing. Exactly. Because you don't know. People break up all the, time. all the time. You know what I mean? They're not in a forever thing if, yeah. if they're married. If they're not married. So, right. you know. If they're dating, I, who knows where it's going to go. But still, mm-hmm. like... For me, I'm never, I shouldn't say never, because who knows where God's going to put me. But I could never see myself approaching a man like that. I could no. never. And, and I'm not even talking about relationship or no relationship. I can't see myself approaching a man and being like, hey, I like you. Like, what's up? Or sliding in a man's DMs. Like, I just can't. Yeah. This I, is I not, do, it's just not a part of my DNA. I wouldn't do nothing like that either, but I will let you know in some kind of way. Like, I'll that, flirt. Yeah. Like, I'll flirt. I'll be... So and and I, and it's hard because I think so, I'm so such a nice person, and I think sometimes my niceness people will take as flirting, and it's not like in my mind I'm like I very well can decipher when I'm just being nice and when I'm flirting, but I don't think everyone else can, and I feel like when I am gonna flirt, like I'm gonna let you know I'm flirting. It's gonna be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you, how would you flirt? I guess that way because I don't know. It's been a, long time. a little arm touch. It's been a long time. So if I see you do that to somebody, I'm be like, ooh. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like that. Would, well, let me disclaimer. If I accidentally touch your arm and I'm laughing, that does not mean I want you. Please. I don't like you. Don't get it twisted. It's some guy right now. Like oh, she, she touched my arm with me. Let me DM her right now. But I think that just because I. I can't recall myself doing that, like, in a social, like, mm-hmm. setting. I don't see myself just, like, touching someone for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. So, I think that that would be an indicator if I'm touching or if I'm, like, really zoned in in our conversation and, and everything else is going around mm-hmm. us. Like, if I'm zoned in and we're talking and it's a great conversation, I feel like my attention to you is, like, me... Letting you know, like, I'm feeling you some type of way. Like, I don't care about what's going on over here. Yeah. Like, I'm zoned in on you type yeah. thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, we'll see. I don't know what to see now. And I'll be like, ooh. She's going to be watching everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Yeah, I we... That's- I think that's it. Yeah, we got a lot of preferences in. Yeah. Likes, dislikes. We even went into, you know, wrong and right. I'm curious to know what y'all think, you know, as far as, like, relationships. In your relationship, have you ever lost attraction? How did you Mm -hmm. handle that? What are your absolute yeses and nos? And I don't mean morally. Right. um, You know, but I mean, like, physically, I guess. Yeah, it's more, I guess, superficial. Yeah, more superficial. More superficial. I mean, obviously, there's some deep things that are like, yeah, yes and no's. But, like, the superficial things, which I think looks, in my opinion, are a little bit more superficial than spiritual and physical or spiritual and mental, you know, and emotional connections. Yeah, like, most of us are not turned on by narcissists, you know, so. (laughs) Some people are, but... Most are not. Yeah, some people actually are. They some like that toxic are. stuff. Some people. That's why some people find themselves in these toxic cycles because mm-hmm. they keep going for the same type of person, yep. and you keep getting the same type of result. Yeah, and it's like switch it up. Switch it up. All right, y'all. So <laughs> as always, everything's in the description. Make sure you subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Follow our IGs, our other social media that we have on there. Um, leave comments. 
Make yes. sure you DM us. We are always yes, in our DMs, us. answering as much as we can. And um, we'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>